It's been a tornado, a whirlwind, just ups and downs. Um, from what happened, first bet was a blur and all kind of grouped into one day slash lifetime. Um, everyone's kind of going through their own little side of hell, but definitely being together as a team has been a saving grace there where guys have really come together and definitely bonded and helped each other out. So that's helped a lot. Obviously going home for Christmas, everyone's seeing their families. I think I think uh, seeing the families hit a little bit harder for the guys. Um, but since we came back um, after Christmas, the level of play and intensity has been way higher. So I think guys definitely know know who we're playing for. On, on the day that you get the news, I mean, what's your initial reaction? Uh, yeah, when it first happened, it was impossible to believe. Like, I, I walked past the car the car wreck and I saw that. I was like, whoa, like that's, that's really not good. Like, fuck, someone might be paralyzed, someone might be really injured. Death was never, never something that crossed my mind. So when we got the phone call and I heard that, that was just heart dropping and me and Corbin when we got the call it is just we got that and then just started bawling our eyes out and it was yeah it was definitely a lot not many people really know those guys outside of your team so why don't we start with with uh, Owen McInnes um what pops to mind when you think about him he was one of the nicest guys I've met um we moved into the same house at the same time so we've been roommates for the past couple of years and knowing him as a human being he's someone that no matter what's going on in my life I could always go to him talk to him and talk about anything and he was someone that I grew very close with very fast um, he was a phenomenal human being smart quick-witted and he was always himself there was never a fake face put up or put things lightly he told things as he saw them and he's a, a, a great human being you were roommates with him even this year as well yeah my goodness so so yeah since the, when the accident happened and his family came out things of like cleaning out his room or having his Christmas gifts arrive at our front door like it's been it's been non-stop having to deal with that so. let's switch gears to last weekend um, it's a regular season game but it really feels like a championship game right I mean you guys go in there as underdogs everybody in volleyball knows what's happened with you guys and you come out of there with a with a big win i mean what did that win mean to you guys uh as corny as it sounds that win meant more than i can ever put into words um with waterhouse getting better in the hospital riley watching it's great to give them a, a performance and then also just knowing that owen was he was with us there the whole time that meant a lot and after we i, I purposely was not looking at the score because i knew that as soon as i saw we get to 24, I'd start crying midpoint. So I didn't know we won until everyone else started uh, storming the court. So when that happened, it was pretty instant tears and the all tears of happiness and pride and love. After the handshake line, um, a little side note here, I'm actually wearing Owen McInnes' shoes right now. Like he, I took them, he offered them to me a couple days before he passed. So I was like, I'm, I'm wearing the, these shoes for the rest of my career type thing. So after we won, I like, just sat on the court holding his shoes bawling my eyes out for 10 minutes because it was it was a lot the decision to play on in the first place was it was it a matter of like you get together and you talk about it or you just knew right from the from the start you were going to keep playing it was never something that was really talked about obviously when the, the accident first happened no one was talking about oh well how's this gonna mean for the season but 
as the days and weeks kind of went on, we all knew what had to happen. And I think Pat worded it really well of with Riley fighting in the hospital to recover, Waterhouse still working through. Um, if we're going to say to those guys, hey, man, keep fighting, keep doing it, keep giving it your all, we sure as shit can't stop fighting on the court. Like, we have to go and give everything we have and show them that if they're going to fight, we're going to fight with them. So, no. The guys that are still with us, do you have any kind of update from them? Have you guys had, I think you've had contact from Riley, right? I mean, can you give us some kind of an update on them? Yeah, so Riley, thankfully, has been moved to GK Strong in Vancouver, the rehab facility. Um, I think it was just good for him to get out of just the hospital. From what I heard talking to some of the other guys, he is there with a couple other guys that he like knows a li- like knows of from Kelowna, his hometown. So I think that would be a good moral uh, morale boost for him. Uh, exciting news on Waterhouse. They have eased his sedation. His eyes have been open. He was like looking around, kind of like tracking guys. And I believe probably right as we're speaking now, he's being moved to the Kelowna ICU, which is great that A, he's stable enough they can transport him, and also B, for his family that... They don't have to split time between. Oh, thank you. Uh, split time between Kelowna and Kamloops to see their son. So, on the on the up for both the guys, from what I can tell. Anything else you wanted to add? Um, I just want to thank everyone for the support that we've gotten. It's been it's been a really hard month and a half now, but the support and all the caring, all the donations to the GoFundMe, Owens Memorial Scholarship, it all does mean a lot to us, so thank you guys. One more, actually, on Wednesday, there's a celebration of life. I mean, what are you expecting from that as far as emotions and, um, yeah, in general? Honestly, just getting mentally prepared for more emotional hardship of, yeah, it's it's a community of Kamloops' opportunity to kind of say their goodbyes to Owen. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to his funeral in Ontario, but there was a lot of guys from the team, a lot of students at TRU or people that he's just known in the community that weren't able to go to the funeral. So this is their chance to say their goodbyes. I think it'll be very emotional for a lot of people. Uh, I'd say the first like couple of weeks were just a big blur, like not really sure what's going on, not really like processing it and like not really believing it was true what happened. And then kind of all soaked in and just like a lot of being with the team, a lot of emotional, like emotional stuff going on, pretty down. And then, yeah, this last week we've like gotten back to playing volleyball. We're back together again, and I think we're ready to go. And yeah, does it, does it still seem a bit like it's not real life to you? And where, where are you at in the whole process? Yeah, I don't know. I still feel like it hasn't like hit me fully, fully yet, because it's just like a really unfortunate, tragic accident that happened and still kind of hoping on Riley and Oz and kind of focusing there and then obviously with McKinnis it's very very sad but I don't know if it's still like fully hit me yet so I'm just kind of waiting a little bit. Do you have any special memories with him anything that stands out when you think about Owen McKinnis? Yeah Owen McKinnis was my roommate so just hanging out with him every day I'd drive him to school drive him to practice just his like presence in my life was pretty big over the past like three months so just not seeing him every day is like honestly every day was just a memory with him and creating memories so it's it's been pretty sad every day missing him in my life uh, i want to ask you about last weekend um you guys i don't know if you could have known what you were going to play like right with all that going on you go in there you're an underdog against winnipeg you go on the road and you get a win i mean what what was that night like for you guys yeah it was it was amazing we didn't expect how we were going to play or how we we're going to do we were just 
going to go out there and give it our all and hope for the best. And the win for us on that weekend was just being able to play and being as a team and giving it all. And whatever happened, happened. And we ended up playing, like, very good. And, yeah, it was a very emotional win on the Friday night. And we played for those three boys. So I was pretty surreal to be able to go out and get that win. Obviously, there's been a lot of emotion for, for all the guys. What sparks it for you? I mean, what what makes you feel it? Yeah, I mean... Each one of the like each one of those guys had like a significant part of my life. Like I've known Owen Waterhouse since I was like in elementary school. We've been best friends since then. Uh, Riley, he went to my high school. He was year older. He's the guy I'd work out in the summer with. And then Owen McKinnis was my one of my roommates. So each one of them had like a pretty big part of my life. So yeah, I mean, I miss them all a lot. But I don't know. Yeah, I I think with Owen Waterhouse, I heard there's some good news. Yeah, but there's there's an uncertainty there right how hard is it to navigate that part of it yeah it's just kind of hoping for the best but still preparing for the worst case scenario that can happen but yeah i just think every day sending my positive energy positive vibes and just hoping that the best case scenario happens have you been in contact with his family you say you've known him for a long time Yeah, I text his mom and his dad and his brother like quite frequently so i get a lot of the updates first so yeah i text him every day just let him know that i'm thinking of them and i'm like uh owen waterhouse's mom texted me after the first game saying that oz was, was happy to hear that we won and i just said that he was right there with me in my heart like he's always with me so yeah like we've got a pretty special bond like me and his family last one a lot of people who you don't know in this city and in from this school I mean, I'm really rooting for you guys. I've been, yeah. been, you know, showering you guys with support, but from afar. I mean, have, have you felt it? I mean, have you felt how much people are behind you guys? Yeah, definitely. There's been an unreal amount of support, and it's we're all super grateful for it. It's really helping us through this and helping us push through and be able to play each weekend. Yeah. The support's been, like, unbelievable. It's pretty unbelievable, man. You know, you see stories like this, um, and you never expect it to happen to someone like you, uh, to your community. Um, to your people, it's it's been a rough couple, a lot of six uh, six weeks. A lot of stuffs happened, um, a lot of information, um, a lot of news being shared. Um, it's just been a lot to process because um, obviously there's three separate cases, three separate incidents that happened, and each of them has their own kind of baggage uh, to go with that. Uh, each family that's affected in a different way, and each. Uh, uh, set a guy on the team is affected uh, differently, so it's been a pretty hectic uh, couple six weeks. You personally, I mean, I gather all you guys are pretty close with each other as teammates. But um, why don't we start with Owen McKinnis? How what was your relationship like with him? Um, so I played for three years with Owen McKinnis. Uh, we entered rookie year together. Um, he was an amazing guy, man. Uh, me and him shared a love for hiking uh, and the outdoors. So road trips, we would always talk together and. Um, talk about hikes we want to do around Kamloops um, and then obviously talked a lot about uh, what he was planning to do after kind of university with his girlfriend and those things and yeah we just expand on that he was a great guy um, really good team player he also loved cooking and I love cooking as well so we talk about cooking and stuff like that so it's pretty great did you guys ever cook together we did actually every um, every year we have a cooking competition in between the teams 
Um, and he, we were never on the same team, but always on different teams competing against each other. And it always kind of ended up being uh, my dish against his dish, which was always a good time because uh, he loved cooking and I loved cooking. So it was a good battle and we joke about it. So yeah, good memories there for sure. I mean, you, you talk about these cooking competitions and you talk about his plans that he, that he had and, and those are no longer going to happen. I mean, how, how hard is it to think about um, the finality of it all? Uh, I can't even put it into words. He was such a free spirit. Um, he just loved being around people, uh, loved exploring, loved adventuring. Um, There's so many things he wanted to do, but now guys on the team are just going to do that in his memory. And how important has, has Pat been in all this and, and your team as a whole? Uh, Pat has been absolutely extraordinary. Um, the whole, actually, Tier U community, um, through the sports teams, the school itself has been amazing. Uh, we've got counselors in to help us with everything. But Pat, he's just been a rock um, for all of us here. Um, sharing, obviously, very tough information with us, uh, being open as someone we can talk to, and as a strong uh, male figure in all our lives that we can uh, look up to. Um, so he's been amazing. And the guys on the team have been very supportive of each other. We're a very close team. Uh, like we've been having team events and just dinners together. Pat's like helped organize all that in the university itself and just get guys in the same room, talk about things, um, share stories about the boys, uh, share positive news, things going on in their own lives, boys just talking together. So it's been very helpful. Uh, last one on Friday night, you guys came out with a win. It's a middle of the regular season, but it, it felt like a championship victory of some sorts. I mean, to us on the outside, what did that feel like for you getting that win? It was very emotional. Um, obviously, before the game, we had a quick moment of silence uh, for Will McInnes, and then also just uh, to share positive vibes for the other two boys to help them get through it and uh, hope they can recover to the fullest of their abilities. Um, but yeah, after that moment of silence, some of the boys on the team were pretty emotional going into that game. But we went out there and we played some of the best volleyball we've ever had in honor of those guys. Uh, we put up a fight. We played amazing. Winnipeg's a great team. Um, so we just went out there and fought. And after the game, there's definitely some tears shed. It was a very emotional win for the team um, to kind of prove that we can go out there and still do this. Um, it's not going to hold us back. Um, kind of just to prove um, that we're still here, we're still capable. It's going to be a tough, it's going to be a really hard road ahead. But if we stick together, keep fighting, uh, keep staying positive, um, hopefully good things can happen and the boys would be proud. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's every coach's and probably parents' nightmare is three young guys that their lives have been drastically changed from one, one incident. And it, it almost makes it worse that it was so mundane. And someone said, oh, they're at the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm like, they're at the right place at the wrong time. They're just getting a sandwich. Conditions are perfect. They're stopped at a light. That just still makes it hard to comprehend. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're a coach. You have responsibilities. You're also a human being who's, who's going through all tragedy and trauma. How have you been holding up through all of it? And what have your roles been? You know, the first couple of weeks was almost easier because you just, there's fires everywhere that you're trying to put out. And I think... When you're used to doing stuff in action, it almost makes it easier. It's terrible, but we have to deal with parents, where we're putting people up, trying to find accommodations, a whole bunch of different things going on all at the same time. So between that and my family, it's almost too busy to really think about it. 
the week going into Christmas, the guys were all gone, which was a sense of relief that they're at home. We don't have to worry about them anymore. Uh, that was a tough week to try to, you know, start to, to sink in a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it just was really hard to even enjoy the holidays with the kids. I, I tried my best, but it's it's just really weighed heavy. And, you know, when we came back the first couple of practices, I was terrible. Uh, just trying to get back into the rhythm and, you know, how, how do you respond? What are you going to say? And uh, the guys took a real leadership role in that, and they just kept pushing hard. And they want to be on the court. They want to do it for the guys. So I got to give credit to the team for really pulling together. We haven't heard a whole bunch about um, what Owen McInnes was like. Who was he, you know? I mean, when you think about him, what are some of the first things that pop into your head? Yeah, I mean, Owen is a guy that always had a smile on his face. Uh, he was prepared to work. You know, he came in. He had to work for every position on the team up to traveling and dressing. Uh, you know, what I mentioned at the funeral out in Ontario, and I'll, I'll mention this Wednesday, is like he's a guy that had very average grades. Uh, here for volleyball, not for school. It's a very common trait, I think, across varsity sports. And the message is like, hey, what's it going to take to get to 80%? And 80% we use as a threshold because that's academic all Canadian. And uh, he was probably low 70s at the time and kind of cruising and, and took it upon himself to work. And uh, that's what we want from everyone. And the message we try to send, no matter where you are, is almost irrelevant. It's like, where are you going? And if you're happy to be where you are, then this might not be the place for you. So I appreciated Owens coming in for multiple individual sessions, working hard, asking questions, asking you video, almost to the point as a coach, sometimes it got annoying because he's just a guy that wanted to absorb and do everything and, and try to get there. And he did the same thing in school. And, and I, I appreciate it. And that's the attitude you're going to miss. It's, it's a guy that was just working. Can you give us an update on, on the other two guys? Is there anything you can, um, you can share about how they're doing? Yeah, the Owen Waterhouse situation is better than it looked earlier. Uh, some of the testing is, as he's been able to get higher level testing, like he wasn't able to get an MRI earlier. And the MRI is showing some positive results that they didn't think was there from the CAT scan. So that was great. And, and he's starting to show real signs of recovery. So they're hoping to move him to Kelowna as soon as possible. Um, just to be closer for his family and, and it's a great sign to think they can move him so he's still um, fully intubated while well, he's got a tracheotomy now so he's still getting breathing support they're going to think about waking him up soon if he keeps progressing so he's shown some really really positive signs uh, and Riley Brennan's at GF Strong um, he's in a transition room right now which he's waiting for a full room at the full GF Strong facility but he's out of the hospital which is a relief for him and his family and uh, starting the rehab process now. And have you been able to communicate uh, with him? And has he been able to you know, talk to the guys at all in, in some way, Riley Brennan? Oh, yeah. R Riley is still on our group chat. Uh, I'd say probably 90% of the guys have visited him in the last six weeks. I've been down three myself. Some assistant coaches have all been down. So, yeah, I mean, mentally, I think what's going to be hard for Riley is would be hard for any young guy that's in a wheelchair is you got to accept the fact of where you are and, and start moving forward. I, I think he'll get there. Um, the physical stuff has gone really well for him so far. So he's got another, once he hits the full GF strong program, the, the protocol is usually seven weeks. It's kind of a minimum. And then the rest will depend on how fast he progresses. So he still has a road to go for sure. Um, but he's in a better space now. And, uh, yeah, it, every time we've sent guys down or gone down to visit, it's it's definitely been a boost. And I communicated with him all weekend via text message. And, you know, he's he's had a what I would say is a very positive 
you know outlook for the situation he's in. I mean, you've you've been through things in your life before. Um, obviously, nothing exactly like this. Um, a lot of these guys have probably never experienced any type of hardship remotely close to this. Um, what's it like to to see these young men go through this and and the finality of it all? I was just talking to Mason Sedero, who's talked to me about how he used to. Uh, have cooking contests and they were all going to have cooking contests and Dylan was his roommate and now now he, he's gone he's wearing his shoes right now yeah. this is the first time these guys are going through any, anything like this I mean how, how how much do you feel feel for these guys yeah I mean it's especially hard I think on the first year guys because they've got a lot of other things on their plate but I just said unfortunately and this was probably week one like this is a loss of innocence and this is a first time to face mortality of someone your age I mean we all know of an older person that passed away and those are always tragedies but not not like this so I think it's hard for young guys particularly to see mortality as a reality and I think it's hard guys to realize that it could happen and uh that's been hard what i want to give credit to the guys for is on the visits to riley they're working towards what riley needs and staying positive and upbeat and talking to riley just like they talked to riley in any other situation uh the guys i took to the funeral dylan and corbin were excellent ambassadors and taking something that's heavy and hard on and and when we talked with owen mckinnis's family i thought the guys did a tremendous job of sharing stories about owen so i got to commend these guys uh i think they're handling it better than i would have at this age I, I know they are handling better than I would at this age so I give them credit and I think a lot of it is still absorbing like I do still feel in shock and I think most of the guys still feel in shock so yeah um, on on the court on Friday night I mean I, I sent you a little text I was getting a little emotional just seeing a clip and I can't imagine what it, what it was like for you guys um, your underdogs you know outside of everything that happened you're an underdog you go into Winnipeg yeah. you know who you're playing for everybody in the conference knows and you go out and get this win I mean what was that like yeah, it was uh, it was something else. Uh, I've never been part of something like that. I got asked a thousand times how the guys are going to respond, how they're going to play, and my answer was I have no idea. Um, we kept all the pregame stuff pretty short and sweet. You know, we're we're playing for the guys that are still fighting for their lives and or making a new life. So that's our message, and that's what we're fighting for. And I thought the guys were excellent and focused, and you could just feel like that pent up anger and emotion and. You know, I said they played like crazy and we all cried like crazy after. So it was a watershed moment, I think. And I think it helped a lot of guys to start that process. And I I can't be more proud of the way these guys not only handled the match, but this entire six weeks of their lives. So I, I got to give credit to these guys and, and their character is really shone through. Last one. Um, another part of that process is on Wednesday. Um, you guys are, there's going to be a, a celebration of life here at the TCC. Um, what are you expecting that uh, event to be like? Yeah, I think, again, there's there's lots of, you know, my wife Heidi teaches organic chemistry at TRU, and she said there's lots of her colleagues and people she talks to on campus that are affected by this. Uh, some of them have taught these guys, some have not. Uh, I think it's going to be emotional. We do stuff in the community, tournaments and clamps and clinics, and you know, we're connected to the volleyball club. So I, I think it's going to be emotional. I think, you know, I've heard that the hospital staff are still struggling with this a little bit. When you see three 20-year-olds come in and, and this type of tragedy, and, and again, it's it's such a mundane thing. Like, my wife was at that stop sign 10 minutes before the accident. I've been at that stop sign hundreds of times. So I think that whole thing is still, everyone is, hasn't really sunk in yet. So I think for our guys, I think we've, we've accepted it. We've realized, okay, the Owen McInnes story... It's tragic, but now it's done. And the Riley Brennan story is still ongoing, but we kind of know where it's at. 
the hard part is the Waterhouse story doesn't have a conclusion now. We're all hopeful it will. So I think for some people this will be a, a good conclusion for the Owen McInnes and a way to say, like all funerals and memorials are, a way to say goodbye and a way to express their grief. So I, I think it's going to be a heavy day.